Welcome to Real-Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate. I'm Charlie Hinderleiter, Director of Government Affairs for St. Louis Realtors, and here we're talking about residential solar. It's summer in St. Louis and our AC units are cranking with the fun of the heat and the humidity, which means a higher demand for electricity. With me today is Eric Schneider, Director of Business Development for Straight Up Solar. Well, thank you, Charlie, for having me. I've been a longtime listener, first-time participant. It's a real honor to be part of the St. Louis Area Realtors podcast today. Eric, one of the trends we're seeing is a greater adoption of solar in St. Louis. Tell us a little bit about what's driving that. What we're seeing in the St. Louis region is customers who are interested in solar for a variety of reasons. Probably the number one reason is to get control of their energy bills. Solar has the ability to lock in your energy costs over 25 years. And as we've noticed from Amherst, Missouri, there's a trend towards increasing your electricity rates. So the ability to go solar, customers have the ability to offset 80% of their energy use, control 80% of their energy through their solar system, and then only need 20% from Amherst. The second thing we're seeing more in the St. Louis area is harsh weather. Last weekend, we had those huge thunderstorms that knocked out power in our region. If you have solar, you then have the opportunity to add a battery storage, which allows you to operate some of your household plugs uh, through the sun. So again, you get that energy security and energy savings are two of the biggest drivers for people to go solar. And Eric, talk to us about what that means for our realtors and their clients as they think about the possibility of solar power. What it means for realtors is that although solar is slowly adopting in the St. Louis region, maybe only 2% of the homes have solar, with the new generation of millennials coming into the market, they're going to be more concerned about climate change and, and what's that doing to the community. They're going to be starting asking realtors about, is my home solar ready? What can I do to kind of adjust my energy costs? All these questions will now be coming towards realtors that perhaps they haven't been able to answer. Is solar safe on my house? So all of these questions, realtors should be able to answer for future homeowners so they can understand, one, is this house that I'm selling solar ready? What are the codes for my HOA that allow solar? What are the permitting processes in the city that I'm in that allow solar? All those questions are becoming more and more prevalent as solar adoption gains a greater foothold here in the St. Louis region. So Eric, talk to us a little bit more about that. What are some of those policies that people should be looking out for, whether that's something that's new in the city of St. Louis or their HOAs, where can they go to find some of that information? Sure. Every city has a building code and and solar ordinances here. And if you're going into an HOA, definitely check out your HOA agreements. Many HOAs have regulations that prohibit solar from being on the front of their home. In Missouri, you have a property right to put solar on your home, but at the same time, an HOA has the ability to regulate that. So the give and trade between what an individual has and what the HOA has is something a realtor would be well-suited to advise their client on which HOA is friendly to solar and which HOAs tend to be a little more hostile to solar. And obviously, homeowner associations can change their board of directors. So it's incumbent, I think, perhaps on the realtors to advise that if you're seeing solar in one HOA, that's probably pretty friendly. You're seeing no solar in another HOA, that's probably a hostile HOA. In terms of the ordinances, St. Louis City just two years ago passed a solar ready ordinance, which means that new homes built in the city of St. Louis must have the structural conditions to allow solar ready to be put on your roof. They must allow the electrical panels in your home to have slots available to add solar. And 
they uh, must have a roof that allows proper placement of the solar array. So no impediments on the roof here. So those are two things that that realtors should be aware of within their municipality or their homeowner association as customers come and ask them about solar. Eric, tell us about the benefits of solar and why our members' clients might want to consider it. Sure. The number one benefit of solar that we're seeing is that in mature markets, and St. Louis is getting to be a mature solar market, that you're seeing that housing prices with solar are higher than houses without solar. Because solar energy is the only appliance in your home that's going to generate cash flow for you through the energy savings that you you, uh, benefit from. So realtors need to be aware of the different pricing premiums that solar brings to a house versus another one, and obviously price that appropriately when they're uh, buying and selling a home. The second factor is that solar homes tend to sell faster than homes that don't have solar here. So being aware of the days on the market, realtors should be aware that they can probably price a home a little more efficiently than a non-solar home. The other factors realtors should be aware of is, again, some of the electrical wiring, making sure that if their house does have a solar panel, that it's performing effectively here. Ask your seller who has a solar array, have they had any issues? Is it performing as to be expected? And then obviously transmit that information to the buyer. Solar systems require no maintenance, but it is an electrical system that connects directly into your electrical panel. And getting it properly serviced is an important aspect here. So whether you're a seller's agent or a buyer's agent, it's important to ask the solar homeowner, is this solar system being properly maintained? Well, Eric, here in the summer of 2021, selling a home quickly doesn't seem to be a problem for our members. (laughs) But certainly in the market going forward, that's certainly going to be a benefit for homeowners out there. Talk to us a little bit about some of the new technology that you're seeing when it comes to residential solar. Sure. Solar panels have decreased in cost 90% over the last 10 years, and we're going to continue to see improved efficiency of solar panels and lower cost. By improved efficiency means a typical solar panel, Charlie, is maybe about three and a half feet by five feet. But what you're seeing now is that the power generated over that same square footage is increasing substantially in the last couple of years. Just in the, I've been with Straight Up Solar for two years, and just in the two years that I've been here, we've seen a 25% increase in the power production of solar arrays. So we're seeing greater efficiency on the rooftop, which means that homes with smaller size roofs, solar can now be an option for a smaller homes. We're seeing a lot of adoption of solar in like Tower Grove in townhomes in St. Louis and South St. Louis because of these increased efficiency of solar. The second thing we're seeing is, as you know, with our cell phones and our other home appliances, lithium-ion battery technology is getting better and better. And that is affecting the solar industry because lithium ions are the key factor in battery storage. So again, as I mentioned, as people are looking to protect themselves against power outages and the large storms that we're having in the summertime, they're going to turn to battery storage. And as batteries get better and better, the price of that battery storage is going to drop. And the number of hours that you can back up your home is going to increase. So again, the trend of greater power on your roof and greater power on the battery are the two biggest technological advances that have happened just in the last few years. Eric, why are we seeing a greater adoption of solar power in St. Louis right now? Yeah, right now, Charlie, we're at the perfect point in time to go solar here. We're at a very narrow window where the federal and local incentives are aligned to really encourage 
the affordability of solar. At the national level, we have something called a federal renewable energy tax credit, which means that 26% of the cost of your solar array will come back to you in a tax credit, which you can carry forward for two, two or three years. So again, the price of a solar array, if it's $10,000, you're going to get $2,600 back as a tax credit. So that starts off the incentives. Then Amherst, Missouri, till 2023, has a rebate of $250 per kilowatt installed. So the average home in St. Louis is about a seven kilowatt system. So a solar homeowner can probably get between $1,500 and $2,500 from Amherst on top of this federal tax credit. You put it all together, 30% of the cost of a solar system will be reduced off the top because of these federal and local incentives. But these incentives will expire in 2023. The federal tax credit drops down to 22% starting in January 1st of 2023 and then expires in 2024. And the AMR rebate expires in 2023. So this little narrow window here of between now and the end of 2023 is when people who are interested in solar should think about going solar. Eric, any closing thoughts before we go? Yes, Charlie. Again, thank you for the opportunity to speak to realtors about the growth of solar in the St. Louis region. If they're interested in learning more about how solar works, the solar incentives out there, and how it improves housing value, I encourage them to be be part of a community education program that's organized by Washington University and the Missouri Botanical Garden. It's called Grow Solar St. Louis, and you can learn more about it at www.growsolar.org. STL. These are one-hour power hour webinars that really explain how solar works and the value to the community here. And if you have any other general questions in the audience, feel free to, to give us a call or check our website out at Straight Up Solar at www.straightupsolar.com. And thank you for the opportunity to speak to the realtors today, Charlie. Well, Eric, thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you that attend our urban affairs forums, we did a forum on residential solar here a couple of years ago where Eric came and presented. So if you're interested in topics like this, be sure to check out the other episodes of our podcast, but also be sure to go to our website and check out our upcoming urban affairs forums where we showcase topics and spaces of interest to our members. Thank you all so much. I'm Danielle Finley, and this is Realtor Party Talk, a brief segment with members like you discussing advocacy issues in the importance of the Realtor Political Action Committee, or RPAC. Joining me today is Randy Alanis, broker of Fathom Realty. Why is advocacy important to you? Hi, Danielle. Thank you for having me today. And I want to really turn that around and ask our listeners, how is advocacy important to them? And I'll tell you a little bit of my story and some of the listeners may see a little of themselves in it. But first of all, what, what is advocacy? Advocacy is about politics. If you love politics, you will love advocacy. I've been intrigued by politics for years. Uh, in my earlier years, I, I volunteered for campaigns, and, and I, just, I did a, a lot politically on, on the local level and the state level, and just found it extremely enjoyable. I, however, I, I was so involved that I did get burned out and, and I did step away from it for a while. So fast forward to my real estate career. I received my license in 2009, spent the first few years really just learning about the business and helping clients. Um, but then I started getting more involved with Missouri Realtors and St. Louis Realtors and found that advocacy was really a, the route that I wanted to go. 
And so I, I got involved with that. I got involved with uh, RPAC and, and started learning more about RPAC. For our newer listeners, our newer members, RPAC stands for Realtor Political Action Committee. And I started to see how RPAC was having a significant impact on the local, state, and national level in supporting candidates who supported the issues that are important to us as realtors and the real estate industry, such as home ownership and private property rights, as well as issues that affect home ownership potential, such as economic development. One thing I love about RPAC, it's uh, nonpartisan. It isn't left or right, Democrat or Republican. There isn't the vitriol that is so prevalent in today's politics. We support candidates and office holders who support the issues that are important to us as realtors, period. So for me, it has made politics fun again. My involvement in advocacy is something I truly believe in, and I'm meeting great people along the way. So this is a little bit uh, of my story. Uh, maybe you've been more involved in politics than me or less so. Uh, that, that really doesn't matter. Now is the perfect time for you to continue or begin writing your own story. You just listened to Realtor Party Talk. Thank you for listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.